another one and another one and another one and another one
Let's go. Hey y'all, it's your girl Heather B and I am calling on everyone, okay? Because I just got something to brag about. Unchristian like conduct? Y'all haven't tuned in. You mean to tell me y'all have not tuned in yet? Listen, it's got to be the hottest podcast out right now. So you gotta check it out and tell them Heather B sent you. And just like that, we back in this motherfucker, you dig, hey, man? It's another episode of the hottest, the best, the most entertaining, the most informative, the most craziest, the most motherfucking, it's, it's just that motherfucking podcast you need to be tuned into and fucking with. It's Unchristian Life Conduct, episode 21. Like I said, we back in this motherfucker again, man. It's your boy Go Low because I'm gonna go to everything I've done. I'm gonna go to everything I plan to do. I'm gonna go to everything I'm doing right the fuck now, man. It's been one hell of a motherfucking week, I must say. And we got a lot of shit to dive into and get into. So, right off the rip, I'm just gonna get into the shit that just happened most recently. And it was the verses that went down last night with Keith Sweat and Bobby Brown. And by far, I want to say it was one of my best verses um, that I've tuned into. One of the, I put them in my top five of the ones that I really enjoyed and was really entertained by the most. And that goes, uh, and Bow Wow and Soldier Boy is, is right in along in that top five. Is the most entertaining. But this one was more entertaining as well because it was just good music, good vibes, funny as hell. That nigga Keith Sweat is funny as fuck. That nigga is like real deal. Keith Sweat is uh now I'm putting him on my bucket list as with celebrities that that I want to get drunk with and fucked up with. He was in this whole little zone for off that Ciroc talking this shit. And that just be me when I be off the drink, the alcohol. I be in my own little zone. I be feeling myself. I be talking my shit. Ain't gonna be able to tell me nothing. I'm gonna goddamn make jokes. Be funny as hell with the whole shit. And I ain't never seen that side of uh, Keith Sweat before. You only side we really seen is like the smooth, the goddamn sing to your bitch or sing to your lady. To the ones out there that don't like the word bitch, but these high motherfuckers is talking out here. This is how these rappers talking, this is how these singers talking. This is how your man talk when you ain't around. He's saying, hey, you feel me? He's saying these words. He's calling you a bitch, but it's not meant in a disrespectful way. He's telling his homeboy, he's telling his nigga, hey, man, that's my bitch, man. Start talking about my bitch like that, man. It's not meant in a disrespectful way, even though y'all, because y'all call each other bitches, but it's just the fact that when a nigga call y'all one, y'all don't want to hear it, but everything ain't meant to be disrespectful towards y'all, you dig? But, that's a whole nother discussion that I ain't getting into right now, but, like I said, man, it, it was a whole vibe. I really didn't know Keith Sweat pen was like that. I ain't know his pen was like that. I didn't. I did not know that nigga wrote "Let's Chill." I did not know that nigga wrote "Just Got Paid." I did not know that nigga pen. I knew his pen was something serious, but I ain't know his pen was that serious. So salute to Keith Sweat. Salute to Bobby Brown. The Bobby Brown ass was goddamn having moments where he couldn't goddamn catch his breath and shit, <laughs> and motherfuckers was making jokes about him, but. This nigga done got down, been through a lot of shit, so give my nigga a break. The fact that this nigga is still alive and up and running and able to get on that stage and goddamn do half of the goddamn shit, the steps and the goddamn getting on stage in general, the, the, the fact that he was able to do that is a lot considering the shit that he done been through. So give my nigga a break, man. 
But overall, I fucked with it. It was a good time. I felt like it was. It it it, it ended sooner than what I wanted it to, to end. Cause most verses, you look at, you got damn. Uh, you be, you be anticipating, be like, okay, this shit going on long enough. I'm ready to either do what I gotta do or shit. It might be late in the night. You trying to goddamn go to sleep or you trying to do something else. So it was just a lot of shit. It was just it was just a lot of good vibes and good energy to where you ain't wanted to end. But like I said, shout out to Bobby Brown and Keith Swift for putting on a great show. And with that, uh, it had it it came to my head to like where me personally, I'm salty as fuck to anybody that was uh, of age during the nineties. Not saying to the people that were born during the nineties, because obviously we most of us were born, but we weren't like born. We weren't like able to experience and know what the fuck all went on in the nineties. We we weren't able to experience the shit to where we can go back and be like, I was this place to where we remember when all this memorable ass music and all this memorable shit went down. And me personally, I was just salty because the 90s shit is an era of music, fashion, entertainment, movies that is unparalleled to any other era of music and entertainment and shit like that. And if only I was able to experience that shit, if if I was able to be able to go to clubs, go to parties, go to events able to dress and, and, and be able to experience the fashion of the 90s be able to just soak in all of the energy that the 90s brought to you able to just go to concerts or artists that were uh popular in the 90s that are no longer with us today that shit would have been like crazy it would have been some memorable shit and i'm like salty to anybody that was able to experience that yes i am salty i don't want to hear your stories i do want to hear your stories but i'm gonna be salty while you telling me those stories so i'm just bro that just brought me back to like and it's crazy because most of the music and shit and all of that shit is like some of that shit is what shaped what kind of music I fuck with today, what type of movies I fuck with today, what type of fashion what I fuck with today, even my motherfucking haircut shit is some shit that became relevant in the 90s. So the 90s shit is, is a big part of who, a uh, big part of shit that I fuck with and who I am today. So it was a time shit. Even the early 2000s, I was able to experience that a little bit. That is about as close to the 90s as I'm going to get, but it's not nothing compared to the 90s, bro. So, with that being said, I feel like y'all should put more respect on these artists' names. Put more respect on the music. Stop uh, celebrating this stupid-ass music over that music. And I've seen a lot of people like, on social media, like, seen a lot of people, like, for example, they'll be like, oh, y'all can't believe y'all looking at a Bobby Brown versus Keith Sweat versus, like, in my head, I'm like, man, shut the fuck up, man, it's good music, what the fuck else could you be looking at that's more important than what the fuck going on right now, what the fuck else could you be looking at, or what the fuck else could you be listening to that's more, more important, more entertaining than this shit right now, and, like, but you gotta, but I, but at the same time, I be thinking in my head like, yeah, everybody like, everybody got their own like, everybody got no like what they like at the end of the day. It could be the best shit in the world, but there's gonna be somebody out there to be like, oh, I don't fuck with that. That ain't my type of. Which as crazy as that might sound, but it's motherfuckers out there like that, and it, and it take time for me to realize like, yeah, this. Everybody ain't got the same ear. Everybody ain't got the same taste. What you like, another motherfucker might hate. And what you hate, another motherfucker might like. So, But I'm going to go ahead and jump over into some other shit that went on. Uh, 
the BET Awards. Well, the Bow Wow Soldier Boy versus went on last week. I don't think I was able to touch on that to that. That was entertaining as fuck, too. Like, Soldier Boy did what the fuck he doing. The nigga done played the goddamn. She make it clap three times and all this shit. He got the one with Nicki on that one with Fritch on the, the original one, goddamn. He brought out Lil' Romeo and shit. <laughs> Which was funny and petty as fuck. And Bow Wow brought out shit. The Brad brought out Dupree, goddamn. Who else he brought out? Uh, Omarion, shit. Who else? They did their thing, man. It was entertaining as fuck. There was two back-to-back verses that were some of the most entertaining verses that have even took place. So, shout-out to Swiss B. Shout-out to Timbaland. And I'm interested to see who they're going to uh, pick next for the next verses. But my personal suggestion is they got to have... Uh, they got to have Drew, Drew Hill versus uh, Jodeci. They got to. Keep the good R&B shit going, man. This 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 my dream versus Jodeci versus uh, Drew Hill. Or, yeah, this is my dream versus. They, they, they make that happen. I'm going to be out of the lit as fuck. But... Yeah, like I said, the next topic is going to be they had the BET Awards this past weekend, too. Now, me personally, I didn't, I wasn't able to catch it. I was, uh, shout out to, uh, that nigga Biscuit and shout out to that nigga Big June. I was in the A celebrating their birthday and shit with them. He did, we got them, did our thing, got them, went to, uh, KOD and shit like that. Got them. It was a good time. You feel me? So I wasn't able to just got them sit down and look at the BT Awards, but I did look at the um. They had um a compilation of all the performances and shit on YouTube of all the performances, and from what I seen, it, it looked like it was a good show by the performances i'm not sure what the fuck happened in between the performances but shit the only the only performance that i was uh disappointed by was my nigga the baby like he he like i don't know what it was it it was off he was like his live vocals and his uh track vocals were too mixed in with each other and I feel like during a live performance, nigga, you should be more focused on goddamn letting your lyrics be heard over the 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 the, the song vocals rather than you, you or make the shit flu- fluctuate to where it either or don't interfere with each other. And I feel like his live vocals was interfering with his song vocals, and that just shit made it all over the place. And this nigga was all in the air, floating in the air, and doing all this extra shit that ain't got nothing to do with the goddamn song he was performing. So, I fu- and I fucked with the song he was performing, but his his performance just didn't like didn't it it was all over the place. But other than that, I fucked with the title of the creator. I fucked with that performance. I fucked with the. Uh, I fuck with the um, the her performance. Fuck with the Migos performance. I just about fuck with all the other performances except for that one. That one just kind of like was all over the place. And I'm not even sure. I'm gonna have to look them up myself, but I'm not even sure who uh, the big winners were that night. But you know what? You know what we do on this podcast? We, we we do this shit. So I'm gonna uh I'm gonna let y'all know who who won what, cause this what the fuck we do on Christian like condo. Goddamn. So we finna get right into it. So album of the year went to Jasmine Sullivan Hotels. And the, the nominees in that category were The Weekend After Hours, The Baby, Blame It On Baby, Megan Thee Stallion, Good News, Nas, King's Disease, and the Ungodly Hour, Chloe and, and Haley. 
And I feel like, okay, I get why she would win that. It wasn't the best album out of all those uh, nominees. If you're going to talk about that best album, it would be, probably be, I mean, how can the Grammys call Nas King's Disease the album of the year, but the BET Awards don't pick him. So, I mean, but hey, this, this they're different awards. So, I mean, hey. The next one was Best Female R&B and Pop Artist, and the nominees were Beyonce, Her, Jasmine Sullivan, Janae, Aiko, Summer Walker, and SZA. So, okay, this is a contradiction because if you're going to name Jasmine Sullivan's album, Album of the Year, and she don't win Best Female R&B, it's kind of a contradiction, but Her won an album, which I get that one. She had a great, uh, she had a dope year. So I can get that. And best man R&B and pop artists. I mean, without even giving the nominees, Chris Brown is a deserving winner of that. Because this Chris Brown, we talking about the best female hip hop artist it was Cardi B, uh, Coyle Ray, Doja Cat, Megan Thee Stallion, Lotto and Sweetie, and Megan Thee Stallion came out with that one. Well deserved. And best male hip hop artists, uh, the baby, Drake, J. Cole, Zach Harlow, the little baby, little baby, I said the little baby, little baby and pop spoke, and little baby came away with that one well deserved. Best new artists, Coy LeRae, Flo Millie, Giveon, Jack Harlow, Lotto, and Pooh Shiesty. Now, Giveon won that one, and I feel like they dropped the ball on this one because we all know Lotto should have won best new artists. I would be. I would be, it would either be Lotto or Pooh Shiesty as being the best new artist because they had the biggest impact of new artists that came out over the past year. And Giveon is kind of like, I feel like that's a soul train award as, uh, that's a soul train award as uh, a <laughs> choice. I feel like he would, he should have won that if this was the soul train awards, but Shout out to him, man. He's still winning at the end of the day, so salute to him for winning it. But it was the wrong pick for me. And they had best collaboration. The nominees were Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion, Walk, The Baby, Roddy Rich, Rockstar, DJ Khaled, Drake, Popstar, Jack Harlow featuring The Baby, Tory Lanez, Lil Wayne, What's Poppin' Remix, Megan Thee Stallion featuring The Baby, Cry Baby. Uh, Pop Smoke featuring Lil Baby and the Baby uh, for the night. Damn, this nigga, the Baby was damn featured. Damn. Sheesh. One, two, three, four. He was damn. Four out of the six nominees were was the Baby. That shit crazy. But Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion walked one that one. Best group was Silk Sonic, and I feel like they dropped the ball on that award, too, because how you going to give best group to Silk Sonic, which, if y'all don't know who Silk Sonic is, that's Bruno Mars and Anderson Park. Now, don't get me wrong, I fuck with them, but they have only put out one song, which is going to be one of the songs of the day later on in the, in the show during the commercial break that y'all hear uh, leave the door open I fucks with the song but how can you give them best group with only one song out over the Migos City Girls Chloe and Haley uh, Chris Brown Young Thug how can y'all get them an award over the groups that have been like that are that have more songs <laughs> and are established more established in the game But um, let me see. The Viewers Choice Award went to Megan Thee Stallion and Beyonce the Savage Remix. Video of the Year went to Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion WAP. Uh, Best Inter- International Act went to Burner Boy. Best Movie went to Judas and the Black Messiah. Best Actress went to Andre Day. Best actor went to Chasman Chadwick Bozeman. Rest in peace to him. Uh, the Young Stars Award went to Marseille Martin. Sportsman, Sportswoman of the Year, Naomi Osaka. 
Sportsman of the Year, LeBron James. <laughs> and yeah, that pretty much rounded up all the important awards in the BET Awards. Uh, shout out to all the nominees and shout out to all the winners. Uh, the next subject I'm going to get into is... Uh... Oh yeah, man. They the free dead boy Bill Cosby. They the free dead boy Bill Cosby. And... I'm going to give y'all the full details of the release because everybody is saying that he is, um, it was a wrongful conviction, which that is not why he was released. I'm going to give y'all the real reason why he's released because, you know, us black people, we we say what we want to say and and we run with some shit that's not even the, the, the main shit. And... I'm gonna get give y'all the real details of why that this this nigga was released. Uh, just give me one second. Matter of fact, I, I know what it was, but I want to say it verbatim. I don't want to just. Damn, where the fuck is that shit at? Well, damn, it is a uh, wrongful conviction, but I don't think that was the main premise of why he was uh, released, though. Well, basically, his um, sexual assault conviction, it was vacated by the uh, Pennsylvania Supreme Court. And I'm going to read y'all this Washington Post article. It says, Bill Cosby walked out of a prison in Pennsylvania as a free man Wednesday after nearly three years behind bars when the state's highest court ruled that he was wrong, wrong, wrongly convicted of sexually assaulting a woman. Cosby's release was uh, a sudden and shocking turn in the saga of a man who had once been one of America's most beloved entertainers who has faced dozens of assault allegations in the past two get decades. His conviction in 2018 followed one of the most high-profile trials of the Me Too era. In contrast to the tumults that uh, surrounded his conviction and trial, Cosby was released from a state prison in Collegeville, Pennsylvania, shortly before 2.30 p.m., but no members of the news media position yet to record it. I have never changed my stance nor my story. I have always maintained my innocence. Cosby tweeted, Thank you to all my fans, supporters, and friends who stood by me through this ordeal. Special thanks to the Pennsylvania Supreme Court for upholding the rule of law. One of his lawyers, Brian W. Perry, said Cosby was picked up by a spokesman and driven to his home in the Philadelphia suburb of Cheltenham where he met with his legal team. I've been dealing with Mr. Cosby on a regular basis for over two years, and he has never been anything but positive. He's always believed this would be the outcome. The Pennsylvania, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court ruled that the prosecutor's decision in 2005 that he would not pursue a criminal case against Cosby prompted Cosby to utter self-incriminating statements at his civil trial, which a sub- subsequent prosecutor then used to convict him. That violated Cosby's Fifth Amendment, right? Okay, so yeah, that's the whole premise of the reason why he was uh, released, because uh, they basically kind of made him incriminate, give incriminating statements that were made that were used against him to convict him, and that violated uh, the Fifth Amendment rights. So that the court deemed Steele's violation so vast that it ruled his office may not put Cosby on trial for those charges again. Cosby was brought to trial in April after at least 60 women had accused him of drugging and sexually assaulting him. The allegations dated back as far as the 60s when Cosby was a rising young comedian and Emmy winning co-star of the TV program I Spy. Cosby's early stardom made him a breakthrough figure, one of the first black performers to achieve mass popularity. He went on to star in a long series of humorous television commercials, write best-selling books, 
dispensing fatherly advice and headline other TV shows. The peak of his national acclaim was between 1984 and 1992, the years in which he appeared as Cliff Hustle on The Cosby Show on NBC. The sitcom dominated TV ratings and helped revive the ailing network. Okay, this is a long ass article. I'm not finna read this whole thing. <laughs> Let me, uh. Goddamn, get to the real part because I'm not finna read this whole motherfucking article. Goddamn, the fuck is wrong with y'all? So basically, they were basically, um, more moral of the story is they were trying to, um, like I said, they were basically trying to make this man set his own self up by incriminating himself to goddamn make sure the charges were set against him but that that went against his fifth amendment rights and then they went back and found out that they, they couldn't do that shit and they released the niggas so and me personally i'm happy that the, that they that he released and he free and i don't give a fuck about how none of y'all are mad at motherfuckers or that he ha- that are happy that he free because at the end of the day you shouldn't have waited goddamn 100,000 years to goddamn convict this man of all these crimes when this man is old as goddamn dirt you should have goddamn convicted the man then when the shit was going on and i'm happy that the man free and to all of the motherfuckers that want to have goddamn be social activists and uh y'all you shouldn't support bill cosby because he's free i don't give a fuck fuck you fuck everything that you're talking about because at the end of the day your favorite rapper your favorite actor your favorite actress your favorite goddamn yoga instructor your favorite goddamn Preacher, your favorite community advisor, your favorite mayor, your favorite president, your favorite politician, your favorite any motherfucking thing. It's probably did some shit way worse than what he has or some shit that he's equal of doing that Bill Cosby was allegedly uh, or what he has done. So my whole thing is. Hey, man. Stop judging motherfuckers, man. That man free. And that's the justice system. That's the justice system for your ass. System for your ass. If your favorite entertainer was in this predicament, you probably would be happy that he out too. And y'all pick and choose who y'all wanna who y'all wanna boycott, who y'all wanna rant against. Y'all pick and choose who y'all want to do that against. But if it's somebody that you really fuck with, you keep a, you, you shit the fuck up, you turn a blind eye, you don't really comment on it. But when it's somebody, you do it for clicks, you do it because you know everybody gonna goddamn be on your side and, and applaud with what the fuck you gotta say. But me personally, I'm glad Bill Cosby free and I hope they free that boy R. Kelly too because you gotta learn how to separate the music and you gotta learn how to separate the art from the motherfucking uh entertainer or actor. You gotta learn how to separate the music from the musician. I'm not here to be best friends with these motherfuckers. I I, I fuck with them because of what they their talent is. I still listen to R. Kelly. I can't necessarily say I've looked I've willingly looked at an episode of the Cosby show. Since all this shit went out, I'm gonna be honest. But if it was to come on, I'm not gonna be in up in arms and trying to turn the channel just because it came on. I'm probably gonna goddamn look at it. But me personally, I think that they've goddamn purposely like not shown that shit on TV since all of this shit went down. But this world is too judgmental. Like when motherfuckers fuck up, they they throw stones. They want to crucify the motherfucker. Like everybody not perfect. Like. Everybody is not perfect. You not perfect. If you were to fuck up, would you want everybody to crucify you and, and throw you in the dirt and forget about your ass? I don't think so. So me personally, that's how I look at shit like that. When motherfuckers fuck up, unless you just did some egregious ass shit, like you didn't goddamn kill the child or some shit like that, then that's a whole nother story. 
but you gotta learn how to goddamn forgive motherfuckers. You gotta learn how to like not like people are not perfect. And speaking of people not being perfect, that that makes me segue into the whole Shakara Richardson story. You know, she won a uh, hundred meter dash, and she qualified to be in the Tokyo Olympics. But now they're saying that she won't be able be able to participate in the Olympics because she um um tested for marijuana. And me personally, when I found out that she was gonna be suspended. They suspended her for a month. I thought it was with for PEDs. And for those of you that don't know what PEDs are, they're like they're a performance enhancing drugs. Um, in other words, uh, another word would be like steroids. That's what I thought it was. But marijuana, like, it's like we live in we in twenty twenty one. We we gotta stop like. Making marijuana out to be this just such a bad drug. Like it's we in twenty twenty one where marijuana is used more so used in medications and healing processes and, and and things of that nature. It's more so used to help more than it is to hurt. But and the people that are, I, I want to guarantee those same people that are behind suspending her for that month. Because of marijuana, they are investing or they're in the cannabis industry. I wanna, I wanna put money up to to, to, to like bet that they are investing in or involved in things in the cannabis industry, and that's just about a damn near all of the um, big corporations of white people. They are investing in cannabis or know somebody that know somebody that is invested or related with cannabis and, and that's ironic as fuck so so instead of what I've been seeing everybody else on social media doing is tearing her down saying you know you're not supposed to be smoking weed if you're an Olympian and she said the reason behind her smoking weed because of the death of her mother and you can't tell a motherfucker how to grieve. You can't tell a motherfucker how to grieve. People grieve different. People go through shit differently. The whole mental health, mental health awareness bullshit that y'all preach on social media. And then when shit like this happened, y'all tear them down and say you should have known better to do this. Y'all, y'all contradicting yourself day by day. It's just another contradiction. Like a rapper can beat they goddamn women, but you still listen to their music. But Bill Cobb to do some shit, and you want to crucify him, man. Y'all gotta goddamn be consistent with what the fuck y'all be talking about and what the fuck y'all support and don't support. And it's the same with the whole Shakar Richardson situation. Like your favorite athlete could probably do this same shit, and you'll be like, ah, oh, I still stand with them. Everybody made mistakes, and that's how I, I, I'm consistent. Like, motherfuckers t- d- deal with shit differently, my nigga. Like, my mama just died. Of course, shit, she gonna probably go to smoke, smoke some, probably drunk some too. Shit, motherfuckers greed differently. It's about how you bounce back after the situation. It's about how you cope with it, how you put it behind you to do greater and bigger things. That's what I'm looking forward to seeing with her. How she going to bounce back from this. How she going to uh, keep talking her shit and shitting on all the motherfuckers that said something about her now. I expect her to do bigger things. I expect her to win medals. I expect her to do bigger things. And when she do win the medals, I expect her to talk her shit on that podium. This for all the motherfuckers that had something to say when I was going through some shit that don't know what I'm going through. This for all you motherfuckers and, and all you motherfuckers going to keep hanging because I'm going to keep winning these medals. I'm going to keep being these chicks. I'm going to keep putting on for all these women out here that want to do the same thing as me. I'm going to keep doing what I do. And shout out to Nike for not dropping her. Uh, they made a statement saying that they're going to stay behind her because she was uh, holding herself accountable on the mistakes that she did. And shout out to her for being a woman and holding herself accountable. Oh, my fucking God. Shout out to a woman holding herself a motherfucking accountable. Oh, my fucking God. You know, that shit is, you don't, that shit don't happen. 
That made me fuck with her even more. A woman holding herself accountable. Oh my motherfucking God. <laughs> I'm a fan of her. I'm a kiss upon her. And this is what it is. I don't give a fuck what nobody gotta say about the situation. I fuck with her because she herself. She she do what she do. She, and I hope she keep being herself. Straight like that. Um, I want to get into the new music and shit. We're going to say we into the new music and shit that's dropped recently. But before we do get into all the new music, I want to get into music and I want to get into sports and shit too. But before we get into all that good shit and more, I'm going to uh, pause. We're going to get into a quick little commercial break. And like I said before, we're going to get into two songs uh, that you're going to hear during the commercial break that I've been fucking with. And the first one going to be that Anderson Pack, Bruno Mars, Leave the Door Open. And the second one going to be that boy, uh, Moneybag Yo, Waikisha. And after we get through this commercial break, we're going to hop right back into it and get into the uh, the newest music that I've been fucking with. And we're going to get into some sports news. And like I said, man, this episode 21 of Unchristian Like Conduct. Uh, I can't talk right now. God damn. <laughs> episode 21 of Unchristian Like Conduct. Appreciate y'all for tuning in and listening. And we'll be right back. Straight the fuck like that. Y'all, it's K, owner of Nita's Hands, and you are now listening to Unchristian Like Conduct. What's up, Unchristian? It's your boy, Karan also known as KC from Tide of Town TV on YouTube and Sports Talk with KC each and every Wednesday night at 8 o'clock on Facebook Live. And you are now listening to Unchristian Like Conduct with your boy, Christian Warlow. Hey, it's your girl Love Mo here, and every Wednesday you can tune in to listen to Unchristian Like Conduct Podcast.
y'all. I'm Tahani, and you're listening to Unchristian Like Conduct. Be sure to shop with Seven Figures, that's S-V-N-F-G-R-S, on Instagram. Hey, 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 this is the Glam Gatsby here, tuned in to the Unchristian Like Conduct Podcast. Sit back, relax, and enjoy yourself. Hey y'all, it's your girl Kay, and you are now listening to Unchristian Like Conduct. I am the owner of Pop Puff Curls by K-Bay, and an organic hair care line and hair services. If y'all don't know, now y'all know. So you will know, it will be in stores near you. So tap in, and thank you for listening. Yeah, I kind of put the cup down for a minute, but um... But honestly, it ain't nobody's business was in my cup, was in your cup, was in their cup. It's your cup. Drink it. So whatever the hell was in my cup, the only reaction I did was got more popular, more successful, did a lot more things that I've ever done. I probably should pick that cup back up. <laughs> I'm sitting here looking at Keisha like, do you love me? Do you love me not? Damn, you hit the spot. Taste like candy, sweet like fruit, ooh, wet like water. Can I love on you? Withdrawals, I'm feeling different. Every day I need a dose. Every now and then I'm missing. I got my times when I go ghost. But she mine, I'm stamping her. Priority status, so them other bitches mad at her. Too mad, high. Thumbing through a hundred thousand, I spent that times two on you. Call myself, cut you loose, then I pop back up like pickaboo. Here I go, flyer than most, Louis V. Coke. Gas station, coffee cup full, on drive boats. No money came by happiness, but she found love inside of G. Heading something to eat, that's all a thug nigga need. No lie, you get me higher than the prices of my weed. I'm displaying my feelings like I'm wearing them on my sleeves. One minute I'm done with you, the next one I be running back. Go your way, I go my way, but somehow we be still attached. Trying to find my answers with this cup, but ain't no truth in that. They be like I'm done for fucking with you, I spend stupid racks. I'm sitting here knowing I don't need you, pouring O's in the lid, sipping, chasing with my reef. Can't get my mind on Waikisha Watch me put my heart in this cup In my feelings, she my therapist I'ma talk to this cup I swear. Ring around the road Z cup full of OZs I hope I don't OD She keeps saying pull me Turn me to that purple demon emoji Don't fuck me like you miss me It's been a whole week This ain't no playground Love, we grown I'm too fucked up I pay 400 for a zone My bitch don't like you You been fucking up my home Relapsing every time I try to leave you alone I relapse Every nigga in the streets looking for her, but she rare Dark skin, purple hair, stingy with a heart to share I can't, never needed nobody, but it feel good to have somebody Somebody Drop you and pick you up whenever I feel like it This shit toxic Let me know if you feel me Gotta stop it, I must stop it One minute I'm done with you, the next one I be running back Go your way, I go my way, but somehow we be still attached Trying to find my answers with this cup, but ain't no truth in it They be like I'm done for fucking with you, I spend stupid racks I'm sitting here knowing I don't need you, pouring O's in the lid Sipping, chasing with my reef, can't get my mind on Waikisha Watch me put my heart in this cup, in my feelings, she my therapist I'ma talk to this cup, I swear
A few moments later. And we back in this motherfucker. Um, new music. New music. Spent a lot of motherfucking new music in the drop that I've been fucking with. And I'm going to give you the rundown of what I'm listening to and what I've been fucking with. Uh, let me get right into it. Uh, let me see. Got down. I know Tyler, the creator, he dropped the album. Uh, it's shit dope as fuck. Uh, the fuck the name of this shit was? Uh, Call Me If You Get Lost. <coughs> Call Me If You Get Lost. It's, it's, it's pretty much a 10 out of 10 for me. I fuck with the whole album from start to beginning. And... I don't want to give a premature rating, but beforehand I had the J. Cole uh, off-season album being the album of the year, but I'm going to give it some more time before I put Tyler Credit over J. Cole, but it's real close between them two who, who have put out, put out the album of the year. So, yeah, I fuck with that. Um... The baby dropped another track called Red Light Green Light. I fuck with that. He dropped the video with that. And he dropped the ball if I want to track with the video as well. I fuck with that. Um now it's a couple songs that I haven't listened to. I know Jaden Smith dropped this track called Bye and Willow dropped a track called Lipstick. I haven't really listened to those. I know Ed Sheeran dropped one. Jamie Sullivan dropped one. I haven't listened to them, so uh, I'm probably going to give y'all what I thought about them, those tracks on the next episode. But Ro Timmy, I fuck with Ro Timmy music uh, for sure. He dropped two tracks called Decide and What to Do. I fuck with them for sure. Uh, Big Walk Dog, he one of the new artists on uh, Gucci 1017 label. Uh, he dropped a track called Whole Lot of Ice with Lil Baby and Pooh Shiesty. I'm fucking with that. That shit go crazy. Uh, yeah, and uh, uh, I'm missing something right now. Doja Cat. Doja Cat. She dropped an album called Planet Her. I fuck with that uh, album. Standout tracks on that one is Options with J.I.D. <laughs> you Right with The Weeknd. Uh, Need to Know. Uh, it's 14 tracks. I'm fucking with that. It's a real dope project. She did her thing on that. I can't even lie. Uh, and that goes back to what I said earlier. Motherfuckers that be in controversy that y'all want to cancel. But then, look at this shit now. Now everybody's back fucking with Doja Cat. And see how shit, see how that shit work? This is exactly my motherfucking point. But, um, and then, and then, Division and Ty Dolla Sign, they dropped the track. Uh, Division, Ty Dolla Sign, and Mac Miller dropped the track called I Believed It. It's, eh, it's okay. It's oh, it's all right, and it's all right, yeah. It's the same with Brent Fires. He dropped a track with Drake's called "Wasting Time." I feel like it, I expected more out of this this track. It was there was a lot of hype behind this track, and willingly so with Brent Fires and Drake, them two big names. Uh, it's an okay track. Um. I'm going to give it some more time, though. I feel like it's going to be a, a song that grow on me. It's just the beat threw me off. I expected it to be a little bit more bass or a little bit more instrumentation in the shit. It was just one loop of the same motherfucker beat the whole song. And it would have been harder if Drake were a song rather than rapping. But, like I said, it might grow on me. But I've been seeing a lot of overhyped. A lot of they've been overhyping the fuck out of, out of the song because it's Brent Fires and it's Drake, so that's gonna come with an overhyped ass song with them two motherfuckers or either or on the track they're gonna overhype the fuck out of it. 
But yeah, it's gonna I'm gonna it's gonna probably have to grow on me. But for right now, it's an okay song. I give it about a seven out of ten, seven and a half out of ten. I give it that at the most. But as far as music, that's all I've been really. This this was been really catching my eye as of right now. And uh, prayers up to Biz Marquis. It's been a lot of false uh, stories are out there saying that he passed away. But from my latest uh, research, he's uh, he's not dead, but he's um, I want to say he's in grave condition. I think they say he's in hospice. So prayers up to Biz Marquis. Pull through that shit like the soldier you are. And it's just gonna keep you on your prayers, and, and we gotta stop putting out these these false stories and, and and putting motherfuckers in the grave before they even in the grave. Yeah, y'all did this shit with DMX before he passed away. We gotta like stop killing motherfuckers off before they actually uh, pass away. We gotta keep them in our prayers and, and stay positive as much as possible. So like I said, prayers of the biz marquee. Hopefully you can pull through this shit. Like I know you can. And we're going to segue into sports for a quick little bit. Um, I know Davis Fisdale, he uh, recently um, signed a contract to be an assistant coach for the Lakers. I already fought with David Fisdale off rip because he was a coach. Uh, he was coaching LeBron during his Miami Heat, Miami Heat days. So anytime they can link back up, uh, I'm fucking with it. So shout out to Davis Fisdale for doing that. Shout out to Chauncey Billups for becoming the new head coach of the Portland Trailblazers. Shout out to Mr. Big Shot. That's a that's a real good hire, mainly based off the fact because you got Dame Litter and CJ McCullum. Hopefully, with this hire and them actually signing some more acquisitions and more players to go along with that, they can actually keep Dame Lillard on the motherfucking team because there's been rumors around that he's trying to get trying to uh get his way out of Portland. So hopefully well I'm not gonna say hopefully because I'll be happy as fuck if this nigga comes to the Lakers. I'm not gonna even lie to you. But shout out to Mr. Big Shot. Shout out to Chancey Billups. Wish him much success. And the Phoenix Suns, they advanced to the NBA Finals by beating the Clippers. I think it was 130 to 104 or 106. Chris Paul dropped 41. And I'm happy for Chris Paul because, shit, it's been 16 years in the league and he been he been getting injured or he been in some fucked up situations or... It just ain't never been going his way as far as winning the championship. So since my team, I, I just hope Chris Paul will win the whole thing. And, uh, so now the Suns are just waiting on the winner of the Hawks and the Bucks, and it's kind of looking like the Bucks are gonna win this series because of the Trey Young injury. And the only way the Hawks are gonna have hope is if Trey Young. Uh, come back for game six, man. But it, from what I'm hearing, it ain't looking too good because I think he had a bone bruise in his foot or his leg or some shit like that. It's not looking too good for him, but it's going to be the Suns. It's looking like it's going to be the Suns and the Bucks, and I'm, I got my money on the Suns because even though the Bucks got Giannis, they got Chris Middleton, they got Drew Holiday and all that good shit, I don't see them fucking with Devin Booker, Chris Paul, Mikael Bridges, Jake Crowder, uh, DeAndre Aiden. I don't see them fucking with them. Like, it's just certain teams that it's just their time. Like, it's their year to win the whole thing. And I fear that whole little energy, that whole little aura over the Phoenix Suns. And like I said, man, I feel like it's finally Chris Paul time to get that long-awaited chip and get that championship for him. And I, I wish he, I, I'm rooting for him to get it. So... That's what we had with it with the Eastern Conference and Western Conference Finals. And I think I wanted to get into a couple more things. Oh, yeah, uh, speaking of the Clippers, they lost to the Suns. I, Paul George, I'm, I'm going to salute you right now because 
I'm one of the ones that's been trolling the fuck out of you, calling it pandemic P and all this shit. But you kind of you kind of stepped up with the absence of Kawhi Leonard being injured. You kind of stepped up and, and, and did what the fuck you, you had to do. You did as much as you could do to the circumstances that were, were given to y'all. But you gained my respect, my nigga. Like, you, you played up to... You did as much as you could. You didn't. You you had moments where you you fucked up, but it was always a game where you came back and, and you did what you were supposed to do, and, and you kept your team at least in the series. At least you didn't fold and you didn't just get embarrassed type shit. So uh, you gained more respect for me. I'm still not gonna fuck with you because you're gonna clip us, but you gained more respect for me as a basketball player. And, 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 you know, you, you gain more respect for me. So, salute to Paul George. And, um, and the NCAA, they finally made it possible to where players can use their likeness. Uh, they can make money while being in college. Finally, the NCAA approved it. Long awaited, long time coming. This shit should have been happening. But shout out to the NCAA for making it uh, possible for these players to get they co- get their bread while they in college. Because these these institutions and colleges have been making millions of dollars off of these college athletes for way too long. While these motherfuckers are struggling to to get meals, struggling, and they got to get on that field and. And work their ass off every goddamn Saturday while not being able to make money off of that shit. So shout out to uh uh what's his what's his name? Why well, uh damn what the fuck this nigga name is. I know he P. Miller's son. He signed with uh Tennessee State University. He signed a two million dollar deal with a computer company. And Bo Nix, he the quarterback for Arvin. He signed a deal with Milo's and shit like that. So shout out to them. They got them getting the bag shit out the gate. So finally, I wonder how this shit gonna turn out though. Cause shit might get crazy. A motherfucker like become a superstar in college. They gonna be riding around this motherfucker in Bugattis and Benzes and shit and. I'm interested to see how motherfuckers the jealousy gonna set into other motherfuckers as teammates of them that are not as good as other players are. I'm interested to see how that's gonna work out. Um, it's gonna be very interesting, but I I, I love to see it. I'm, I'm happy that motherfuckers is able to make money in college, and hopefully it's it's a uh, it's a situation where. The players that did were superstars and, and had a big name for themselves in college. Hopefully, they're able to sell their merchandise right now so they can recoup some of the money that they didn't get before this uh, rule of making money in the college came into play. Like the Johnny Manziels, the Reggie Bushes, the Tim Tebow's, the Cam Newtons, the Lamar Jacksons, the... Um, and many more shit. Hopefully they can recoup and get money that they didn't weren't able to obtain when they were in college. Hopefully they able to to get some of that shit back. <laughs> but I think that's all for this episode, man. I think I got into just about everything I wanted to get into. Once again, I appreciate you for tuning in and tapping into another episode of Unchristian Like Conduct. I appreciate all the new subscribers. I appreciate all the new people that that left a rate for the show. And I want y'all to keep telling a friend and tell a friend to subscribe, like, lead them rates. Keep them coming. Shout out to Germany. Shout out to Singapore. I see y'all. I see y'all fucking with the show. I see it. I love it. I appreciate the support. Let's keep other let's 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 make this shit worldwide. Germany, Singapore, and many more to go, man. And, hey, man, the support is crazy. I appreciate everything, man. And we gonna just keep elevating and keep going up with this shit. And, hey, man, 
like I always say on every episode, it's your boy Golo because I'm the go to everything I was. I'm the go to everything I plan to do. And I'm the go to everything I'm doing right the fuck now, man. I'll catch y'all next episode, man. Straight like that, we got this motherfucker. Aha! My Jetty Kid shit, bitch. <laughs> I'll holler at y'all, though, for sure.